Good morning, everyone. Um, I'm a little bit more uncomfortable down here than I am up here. This is where I'm used to being, with a microphone stand and a guitar or a drum kit in front of me, which is much more my speed. So, yeah, just going to take a deep breath, because this is my first time standing up front here with this microphone. I'm a little bit nervous. Um, but I'm going to start by handing over to someone else. Who's going to read some of the Bible for us? So Catherine's going to come up. So, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is, he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. Amazing. So, we're talking about sheep and shepherds today. So I thought the best thing to do was, we're going to make a sheep out of paper. I've been doing some arts and craft, which is very much unlike me. So this is where I need the children, slash people who are young at heart. Round the room, there is some parts of a sheep hidden. And there's three of them right over here, who I've already been told by their mum to pick on them. So, Hello? Do you fancy finding some sheep things for me? Ooh, yeah? So we're looking for a sheep's head, a sheep's body, a sheep's legs, and then there's a staff, which is to do with a shepherd, and a rod, which is also to do with a shepherd. So could anybody, please, find them? They're not that difficult to find, I don't think. Um, Sarah hid them, so if you can't find them, blame her. Oh, one's been found already. Oh, yes. Oh, that's the big one. Nice one, Phoebe. There's one just over there. Oh. <laughs> we hid them too well. There's one not that far away from me either, which is not here anymore. Oh, someone got it already. Great. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Good, good searching. I don't know how... Oh, you've got one as well. Lovely. Thank you very much. Yeah, come on. Right, you can stay here. You can help me. Do you want to help me pin them up? Come on. Yes. Lovely. Thank you. Have we all found them now? Can we bring them down to the front once we've found them? 
lovely. Thank you very much. Lovely. Right, are you, are you good to help me make the sheep? Yeah, great. Awesome. So, shepherding today is rather different to how it was back then. Um, I go down a few Facebook rabbit holes these days when I'm just sitting at home doing nothing. And I've been watching this, this, this YouTuber who, his whole farm is made out of mechanical equipment. All he does is sit there behind his computer. This computer feeds everything. It milks the animals. And it's all done by machines. But back in the day, the shepherd um, would have had to do all of it by itself. So we're going to start. Where should we start? What body part should we start with? Which one are we going to go? You, you choose. The, the big body of the sheep. Great. So we're going. This is what I've labeled as the stomach. It is the main body of the sheep, but I'm going with the stomach. So, right, should we pin that up? The other way around. That, yeah, that way. In the middle? There. Thank you. So, the shepherd used to have to feed the sheep. So the shepherd would have to walk for miles and miles around in this dry desert land that was in the Middle East. It's not like here where normally, I know it's a bit dry at the moment, there's lots of green, green land for the, the sheep to, um, to eat. Um, it would be a lot harder for the shepherd to find pasture for the sheep. Um, what should we go for next? Should we go for the head? Lovely. So, we've got the head of the sheep now. Where does the head go? Here or there? I don't think it really matters. Which side would you like to put the sheep's head? It's a tough decision. Okay, let's go there. Lovely. It's a bit out of proportion. Hi there. Do you fancy pinning something up? No? Okay. Lovely. So, <laughs> nice. Um, the shepherd used to have to find still waters for the sheep to drink at. I didn't know this, but a sheep's mouth is very close to its nose. I probably should have known that from looking at it. But if it was by rough water, all the water would go up its nose and it wouldn't be able to drink anything. So the shepherd had to look for still water for the sheep to drink from. Right, what's next? We've got, let's go for the legs. I was told we have to put them underneath the sheep's body or it looks weird. So under there. Lovely. Nice. So the sheep would also have to rest. So when the shepherd would find this green pasture for these lovely sheep to rest in, they were quite excited. I'd be quite excited as well. I'd be running around if I hadn't eaten any nice green grass for a while. And the shepherd's job was to keep them calm and for them to be able to rest in this place. I didn't know this, but shepherds, would stay with their sheep for up to 10 years, so like pretty much their whole lifespan, and always be trying to find them places to rest, to eat, and to drink. Right, we're now going to move on to the things that the shepherd has. So, which I don't mind which one we start with. Right, we've got the staff. 
There's two things that the shepherd used to use. They used to have a rod and a staff. I didn't know the difference between the two until Google. But thankfully, they are different. And they have very different purposes. So the staff, you can pin that up anywhere. Don't really mind. Very big compared to the sheep, isn't it? The staff was used to guide and to rescue the sheep if they'd fallen down these deep ravines. And the shepherd would use the hook to hook it around them, to fish them out if they'd gone too far and they'd got lost. And it would help the shepherd guide them in the right direction. Right, let's go for the rod next. Lovely. So, the purpose of the rod... There? Yeah. Would be... So, sheep... And livestock were what common currency back in the day. Say back in the day like it was the 80s. It was quite a long time ago. Um, yeah, so people would want to steal the sheep. They would, the shepherd would have to use this rod. I think I imagine it a bit like a, like a police baton, you know, those things that they use, hopefully not. To, and then they'd have to fight off robbers and they would keep their sheep safe. Uh, I found this really interesting, but apparently the sheep were safer during the day when the shepherd was walking around guarding them with his rod than they would be in the night. They were safe in their sheep pen, but because the shepherd had to be the gate, that meant that sometimes it was easier for robbers to get in behind the sheep pen. So actually, the fact that the shepherd knew them and knew the sheep and knew where they were meant that they were safer during the day. We've got one final thing to do, and what have we got? This was my attempt at making a megaphone. Um, I tried. So, the megaphone is meant to represent the shepherd's voice. Where would you like to pin that one up? There, lovely. Lovely. So, the shepherd's voice was important because the sheep would know the shepherd's voice and they would follow him wherever he asked them to go. Unlike today, where maybe a shepherd would run round the field chasing the sheep to try and herd them. I have experience of this. Um, I live with Catherine and Alex Sheen and they have chickens and they, they go away sometimes and I get tasked to look after the chickens. They don't listen to me. They absolutely hate me. I, I, I think I spent a good three days doing this, trying to herd them back. And I'm sure herding sheep is very, very similar. So, but it was so important that the shepherd knew the sheep and the sheep knew the shepherd because then they would know his voice and if they went, come over here, that was a nice high pitch, wasn't it? Um, they would then follow and they would know where to go. Thank you very, very much for your help. You can go and sit down now. Thank you for everybody who went and searched for me. Nice. So, I found it so fascinating reading this passage that we read today. So, it was John 10, 11 to 18, I think. Good that I remembered that. Um, and I found it so fascinating that if we look back into the Psalms to where David wrote Psalm 23... This representation and the, the talk of shepherding and sheeping, sheeping, 
has been used previously. Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for my name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I found this so ridiculously mind-blowing when I learned so much about sheeping and shepherding, and who knew that knowing more about sheep and shepherding would help me understand more of the Bible. So, what's my point here? What does this shepherd relationship have that all the other ones didn't? In our passage, we heard about the other hired hands who were not able to control the sheep or able to keep the sheep safe. What is the one thing that this shepherd had? It had a relationship with the sheep. It knew the sheep. It knew where they were. It knew where they weren't. It knew what they needed to live. And they knew what it needed to thrive. So, if we look back to our sheep, and we can look at some of the things that can help our relationship with Jesus, and how we can take representation from, I've called him look sheepy, yeah, um, in our, into our daily lives. So, we're going to start at the head, and we can feed off God's word. Oh, proud of that. So that involves reading our Bible. Um, that's independently or alone. Um, we've got our next bit. So what we can do is we are able to rest in God's presence. So that can be however you like. That can just be sitting waiting. That can be, once again, reading your Bible or just resting knowing that God is there listening to music or something like that. And then our final way is that we can listen to God and hear from his presence. Nice. I don't know about you, but my relationship with Jesus is not always 100%. I find it hard sometimes to find time to build my relationship with him. And I find that really noticeable that my joy and my, my general peace in life is sort of down here. And that's all, not always so much fun. But I know from my relationship with Jesus when I build it back up again that I can be strong, I can be filled with strength, I can be filled with joy, and I can be filled with peace. Um, I'd like to invite the band up because we're going to have some time to reflect. So I, when I was planning this, um, I, I found it quite hard to find exactly what I wanted to say from the passage. And I think the reason that I came out with thinking that relationship is key with Jesus is because that's something I find really hard. 
And I think it's really good to focus on spending time this morning solely on rebuilding any, any relationships that feel like they've broken down or aren't quite as strong as they used to be. So, we can have some paddy music. You can respond however you feel in this moment. Um, if you just want to sing the songs, if you want to join in, if you want to come down here, I'm sure there'll be people to pray and to join. But I want this morning to be a time where we can rebuild relationships, be filled with God's presence again. We can hear from his voice. This microphone is going to be here. If people feel like they have things that God's saying to them, you can just rest in his presence. You can just recover. I don't know if any of you are tired, feeling weak, but this is a time where God wants to meet with you. And we can feed on God's word if you want to whack out the Bible, see what God opens to you. I used to just open the Bible on a random page sometimes. Sometimes it wouldn't make sense. Other times it would be absolutely perfect for the moment I was feeling. But yeah, just take some time. I'm going to pray as we move into it. Lord, I pray that you, you come and fill us today. We can rebuild those broken relationships the ones that might not be as strong as we feel like they should be we can come and connect with you again where we feel like you may be lost and not there that we can find you and you will find us I thank you for the gifts of joy, love, peace that you give to us and that we get solely from in relationship with you, Lord, because you are the giver of those things. Praise in your name. Amen.